Doug Colbert and Billy Martin, and the Yankees want the bat. Look at Martin. Well, what they're talking about, Frank, is that he's got too much fine tire, and uh, you've got to have a certain amount of distance from the trademark of the bat and the fine tire. And Nettles is leaving the field as if the game is over. Oh, he's just coming in. I'm not sure. Uh, they might have a legitimate uh, gripe. They might be going to call George Brett out. Well, the end is win. He's out. Yes, sir. Brett is out. Look at, look at this. Brett is out. And he's demon back. He is out. And having to be forcibly restrained from hitting plate umpire Tim McClellan. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Too Much Pod Tower brought to you by the Squirt Crow. And I'm your host as always, Alex Keeler. And, you know, I kind of want to start this thing of doing daily episodes. So this is uh, the first daily episode where I'm going to be breaking down, you know, the big stories of the day, the big series that are starting. So, you know, to start off here, the first series, first the first big series that's to mention is the Yankees and Astros starting tonight at 7.05. It's gonna it's gonna be a big series, it's a four game series. Uh, Yankees have been on fire of late. They just swept the Rays and now are three and a half games ahead of the Rays in the AL East. The Astros actually just got swept by the Reds, the lowly Reds. Surprising enough, but you know they're still a good team. They're still obviously in first place in the AL West. They're just gonna run away with that division. The the, clo- the next closest team is eight and a half games back, the Rangers. Which surprisingly, the Rangers have been pretty good, and they're actually sitting right now, uh, just a game back of the American League, the second wild card, wild card in the American League, and that's and then Cleveland is right in front of them, a half game back, and Boston is holding that second wild card right now, three games behind Tampa Bay for the first wild card, so that's an update there, and but you know, but going back to the Astros, they've they obviously struggle, they've been struggling a little bit, they got swept by the lowly Reds. And, you know, they're looking to bounce back here in the series against the Yankees. But, you know, the Yankees get Aaron Judge back. He just finished his rehab rehab assignment with the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Ray Riders. He just finished his that assignment with the Ray Riders yesterday. His final final game, he went he went 0 for 2 with a walk in the ground. No, yeah, 0 for 2 with a walk in the ground out. Walk, ground out, and a fly ball. And... He left in the sixth inning, and then you know they then he then they announced after the game that he was done with his rehab assignment. So he's back. He's heading. He's back in New York now. He'll definitely be starting on Friday. He's going to be back in the lineup on Friday. So that's definitely a big thing for the Yankees to get him back. You know, have the big boys back. They have Stanton now, and now and obviously they signed and I mean traded for Encarnacion. So they had a big big. Uh, guys, big guys there. They got the big boys, the uh, super Smash Bros, as you can say. But obviously Sanchez, you can't forget about Sanchez. Sanchez has been one of the biggest, you know, biggest players for the Yankees so far this season. So he's definitely going to be. He's he's probably end up going to be in the in the running for even MVP. Definitely comeback player of the year. And you know we'll see what happens, but. And he'll definitely going to be starting the the All Star game. There's no, there's not really other, there's not other catchers that are even close to him in the American League right now. So, yeah, he's leading right now. And you know, to talk about the All Star game a little bit more too. You know, I talked about it a little bit, but 
the Ulster game voting is different this year. The voting ends tomorrow, actually, at 4 o'clock. So, you know, keep voting. Keep Well, not the the whole voting, but the original the, the first round of voting. It ends tomorrow at 4 o'clock. So keep voting and try to get your players in the top three. And then for the outfit, it's top nine. So because then once that's over, then you vote again for the top the top three for the other for all positions besides outfield, which is top nine. So, yeah, keep voting. And uh, Sanchez right now is leading in for catcher. Uh, Luke Voigt for the Yankees is leading for, at first. Tommy Listella is leading at second base for the Angels. Uh, Jose Atuve is in second there, and Deidre Lemayer for the Yankees is in, is in third. Um, and then, you know, top three for catchers is... Sanchez, James McCann, Robinson, Trinos, but obviously Sanchez is going to end up winning. There's no way he's going to end up losing there. And for first base, it's uh, Voight, C.J. Crone of the Twins, Carlos Santana of the Indians for the top three. Um, and then going over to shortstop, or no, yeah, going over to shortstop here, Jorge Polanco of the Twins is leading, followed by Carlos Correa of the Astros, and then Gleyber Torres of the Yankees. And then you go on to second base, second, or sorry, going over to the third base, it's Alex Bregman leading for the Astros with over a million, and then Giro Shell of the Yankees is in second with 502,614 votes, so he's way behind Bregman, but, you know, there's a second round of voting, so you know, then or no, but Bregman is probably going to end up winning that for sure, I think. And then Hunter Dozier of the Royals is uh, in third. But then going over to the outfield, Mike Trout, George Springer, Michael Brantley, Austin Meadows, Mookie Betts, Eddie Rosario, Aaron Judge, even though he's been injured, and jo Joey Gallo of Josh Reddick. That runs out the top nine. Well, those are the ones that go on to the second round of voting. And going over to the NL, the NL for first bait, or Actually, catcher first. I'll go with catcher first. Wilson Contreras of the Cubs is leading. Brian McCann of the Braves. You got Osmani Grandal of the Brewers. That's the top three. First base, you got Josh Bell of the Pirates. Freddie Freeman of the Braves. Anthony Rizzo of the Cubs. And then second base, Ozzie Albies of the Braves. Mike Moustakas of the Brewers. Keto Marte of the D-backs. And then third base, Nolan Arenado of the Rockies. Chris Bryant of the Cubs. Josh Donaldson of the Braves. And then shortstop, you got Javi Baez of the Cubs, Dansby Swanson of the Braves, Corey Seager of the Dodgers. And then for the outfield, you got Corey, Co Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers, Christian Yelch of the Brewers. And those are the, the, you know, those guys are the top two leaders in NFP so far. So uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Braves, Albert Amore Jr. Cubs, Jason Hayward of the Cubs, Nick, Nick Merkakis of the Braves, Jock Peterson of the Dodgers, Kyra Sorb of the Cubs. And Charlie Blackman of the Rockies, so that rounds out, you know, leaders there. But then obviously you got, you got the designated hitter in the American League. It's it's, and there is going to be a designated hitter this year, is it? It's in Cleveland. You know, so it's right now the leaders in that is J.D. Martinez of the Red Sox, Hunter Pence of the Rangers, and Nelson Cruz of the Twins. Yeah, but that's that. And then you know some other news here today that just came out was that the Tampa Bay Rays are going to be looking into. Splitting season, uh, splitting a season between Tampa Bay, fin b playing the first half of the season in Tampa Bay in Tropicana Field, and then playing the second half in Montreal. So they're looking into playing in Montreal, and 
you know, with they their stadiums is one of the their stadium is the worst in the major leagues. Everybody knows how bad Tropicana Field is. You know, uh, I don't really have to go into too much detail there. Everybody knows that that it's you know how terrible it is and how awful, awfully low their attendance is at that stadium. Even though they're playing so well this season, you know, right now they're in second place in the American League East, and they're still getting not good attendance at all. So, you know, it's a good idea to try to move, and I think Montreal is the perfect perfect city to move to, especially since, uh, you know, the Expos were so popular when they were playing there, and I think, I think th that city has been you know, craving for another team. So if they move there, it's going to spark a lot of a lot of fans to go out there. And, you know, it's they're probably going to end up having a big jolt in attendance. So it, it'll be it'll be really good, to, cool to see that. But it's kind of weird, you know, they're gonna, still going to be playing in Tampa Bay for half the season too. So, you know, their, um, their contract with that stadium ends. It go. It's still. They still have a contract with the stadium through 2027. So, but they definitely should. Look, that's definitely good. They're looking into re relocating, even if it's you know only for half a season. They're not going to play there for all this. They think they, like honestly, they should just end the. And maybe I don't know if there's some way out of the contract, but they if there is, they should definitely try to you know, work their way around it and get out of there because that stadium is not. You know, they're not getting any attendance with it. There's no point in, you know, trying to still, you know. But anyway, like, Montreal is definitely the perfect location. And with the Toronto Blue Jays in their division, and the Toronto Blue Jays with some of the top prospects in the league, and, you know, with Vlad Jr., now that's he's up, he's not really a prospect anymore, but he's very... Very young, and he's definitely going to be very good for them. Vlad, and then you got Bo Bichette, you got Kevin Biggio. So, you know, they've got some really good potential there, and they're going to end up being good in a few years. And, you know, with if the, the Rays end up moving to Montreal, then that could spark a really, really, even though they're in the same division, they're division rivals, but, you know, it's not really that big of a rivalry. Especially since, like, the Blue Jays haven't been too good for years now, so. And now the Rays are good, but, so I think when, once the Blue Jays can, you know, once they get all their young guys playing very well, and they get, you know, they get some more pieces there and, you know, play, start playing good, then they're going to, they can have a really good rivalry with the Rays, especially if the Rays move to uh, Montreal, because then it's going to be, you know, a Canada rivalry as well, not just division rivalry, not just, you know, whatever, but that will be, that could be, end up, you know, that could end up being one of the best rivalries in baseball, in my opinion, if that ends up happening, so, yeah, it'll be exciting to see what happens there, but any, and, you know, that'll be, probably be a few years down the road, though, before anything this comes official. It'll probably be. It'll probably won't officially relocate there for a while. I don't know if it'll be through 2027 that they stay in Tampa Bay. I don't, there's no way that that's gonna happen. I don't see that happening at all. But yeah, that's that's that. That just came out today. 
about them trying about them looking into that. So, you know, stay tuned with that. Any any new information about that, we'll try to keep updated. So, yeah. Um, you know, we're June twentieth now, so it's a little over a month until the trade deadline. So the you know it's gonna start heating up here. The hot stove. It's it's gonna be crazy going in to see who who's moved, who's who sells. Cause I you know earlier I was almost thinking that maybe the Indians would tr would try to sell, but you know right now they're only a half game back of the second wild card in the American League, so. I just don't know if they're going to end up selling. Maybe if they if they do anything, they might actually end up trying to buy for an outfielder because you know they're so close right now. They're not they're not going to win that division. The Twins, I think, are gonna, the Twins are you know look pretty. Their Twins are very looking very good right now. So uh, the only problem with them is their starters. I don't know how how good their starters and their bullpen are going to hold up. They need. They got one more starter. They would be in a really good spot right now. If they got, you know, an extra arm in their bullpen, you know, they had Keuchel, they had Kimbrel, they had them sitting there. I don't know why they didn't go after them. They could have got one of. I mean, maybe or I don't. They did go after them, I think, but they didn't. I don't think they pursued as much as they should have, because right now they. You know, they can go on a losing streak. The Indians, all of a sudden, they can make a move for an outfielder or something. You know, you never know. They can end up catching. I don't know if they'll catch them, but they can get close. But I don't, still, the twin and especially the Twins, they're good. They're playing good right now. But once they run into a team in the playoffs like the Yankees or the Astros, somebody like that, they're they're just going to hit a brick wall. They're not gonna. They can't play at the level as those teams, especially the Yankees. The Yankees are their kryptonite. They've they've lost to the Yankees so many times. They and especially in the playoffs. You know, looking back, 2017 wild card game, they had they jumped on the Yankees in that game. They jumped on them. They got a three nothing lead. Obviously, it was only the first inning, but you know, then the Yankees came back. They tied the game with that. You know, all the amazing home run of Didi Gurriel just. You know the stadium erupted after that, but yeah, then they end up going back and winning, coming back and winning the game. Bullpen, the Yankees bullpen was phenomenal in that game. After Severino only lasted that first inning, so or not even the full first first inning. So yeah, uh, but then you know looking back, 2009, the Yankees played the Twins in the ALDS, and you know the Twins were were so overmatched in that they ended up. They, I think. I believe they were swept. I would think they were swept. If my memory is correct. Um, but uh, but yeah, then there's yeah those other every time it seems like the Yankee Yankees and Twins meet the Yankees just always have the number just some somehow some way they just win. It doesn't matter what's happening. What, who's better? Who seems like they're a better team? It's just uh, well, the Yankees always seem like a better team. Maybe like but. Right now, the Twins actually look have looked really good, and then they've, they at times this season they've been better than the Yankees. But just I they I don't the Twins if they just added one more arm, bullpen or starter they would have been maybe over that hump. But I just don't think they can now. I don't think they will. 
they they'll end up facing the Yankees, the Astros in the playoffs, and then just gonna you know they're just gonna hit a brick wall and you know either get swept or lose in five or uh, lose in four if it's the ALDS. But yeah, I just don't. And just you know they I just I don't know like Johnny <clears throat> the uh, Johnny Johnny Black or you know, the creator of the Scorecrow and chief editor, he's a big Twins fan, and he was saying same thing. Like, he thought they should have went after, he should have got one of the two, or even both. You know, they would have been in a really good spot right now if they got a Kimbrough, if they got a Keiko, but they didn't. And now they're just going to, you know, they're going to win a division still, I think, but it's, they're not going to be able to do anything. They're not going to move anywhere. They're not, it's just, it's just kind of frustrating to, like, obviously, as a Yankees fan, I'm not frustrated because, you know, if, even even though they always have the number, I would have been really worried if they had somebody like that that could end up doing some damage in the postseason, especially a Keiko, who's always had the Yankees number. So, yeah, it's just kind of confusing that they didn't go hard, go for one of them harder. So they're definitely going to be looking to go out and get somebody at the deadline, though. Definitely believe that. So, you know, and the Indians... As I said before, I think they're going to – I don't know if they're going to stay stagnant, but I think they're – I don't know if they're going to sell. Maybe they're just go for, like I said, a, you know, an out, an extra bat, an outfitter. You know, I know, obviously I'm talking about the Yankees a lot, but I don't know, Aaron Judge is coming back, so I don't know if we'll see who they end up sending down or whatever. But, you know, Cameron Mabin, they – He's been playing very good for the Yankees, but just they might end up getting rid of him. They might they and he doesn't have options, so we have to D they have to DFA him. They can't just send him down. They have to DFA him. And he's got to go on waivers, and he's not going to pass through waivers. So that they're that's they're going to lose him, and he's going to be signed with somebody. You know, the Indians had him, and you know they gave him up. But you know, maybe if he comes goes out on the way on waivers again, if he's out there. Maybe they'll go after him again and try to get him back because they need they desperately need an outfielder. They need an extra outfielder there. Their outfielders have not played well this year. They they need some more offense. Their offense has been terrible, and you know, just don't think I just don't think they're gonna sell because this they they're still in it. Maybe if they fall way out of it before then, but they're only a half game out at the second wild card. There's no way that I don't. As, I just don't know if they're they're probably not gonna trade Bauer. I don't see them trading Bauer like right now. They the pitching has been solid. If they trade him away, and then they're just gonna fall right off. Maybe if they stay, if they get an extra bat, or if they just stay stagnant, they'll be all right. They'll still trying to fight for it, but maybe maybe not. I don't know. Because if they if they don't if they don't get in the bat an extra bat, then you know they probably they might not they might just fall right off and. Now fall way back, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see who if they end up selling. And you know, uh, some of these teams, it's obvious who's that. It's obvious the set what the, who the sellers are going to be. It's going to, you know obviously Marlins. Marlins are going to oh even though they don't really have much to sell, but they do have some. You know Brian Anderson has been good, so they're probably going to end up trading him. Uh, Giants, uh, Bumgarner. Potentially being traded there. Uh, 
and I know better than anybody else, but Bumgarner is one big, the hot guy, the guy that's been talked about so much, especially to the Yankees. A lot of Yankees fans want him, and we'll see what happens. Maybe he can turn into, you know, a Verlander from a couple years ago when he was on the Tigers. He was kind of fading away, and everybody was saying, oh, if he's traded, what? Well, it's not going to help anybody, but he ended up getting traded, and it wasn't even the deadline. The, but this year it's different because that's not going to happen. He was traded after the after the, the you know the regular dead the trade deadline. He was it was after July thirty first, and he and then the Astros traded for him, and he went on that run. That he went on that huge run, especially in the playoffs. The Yankees got the Yankees got killed by him. It was unbelievable how he how great he pitched there for the Astros, and he's been pitching great too this year. Last year he pitched great. This year he's been pitching great. He's one of the top MVP can I mean, not MVP. One of the top Cy Young candidates so far. And, uh, you know, maybe that can happen to Mad Bum. You never know. And, you know, his what he's done in the playoffs, how great of a pitcher he has. He was in He was in the playoffs when the Giants won those World Series. He was, he was phenomenal. You know, people say all the time, oh, he's not the same pitcher anymore. He's not going to do anything. He's, but you know, you never know. Same thing. People are saying the same stuff, same shit about Verlander. They said that about Verlander too. He said, "Oh, he's not the same pitcher." I don't know if he should be. Like he's not going to be this. But then he just went on that run, and now Bumgarner maybe gets traded to a different team. He's not. He hasn't been horrible this year either. He's been pretty good, and you know, gets traded to the Yankees or somebody else. Gets traded to somewhere else and just, you know, is able to pitch in the postseason again. He's going to go. I just have a feeling that he's going to go on an unbelievable run again. And he's if the Yankees traded for him, I think that's the last piece they need to get to, you know, make, go on a World Series run. Get that number 28. I just think that's going to happen. I just feel like it's going to happen. I think that's what... Uh, if they trade for him, that will happen. But I don't know if they will. We'll see. Uh, I think he will be moved, but I just don't know if the Yankees want to throw a big haul at him, especially when he's just a rental. Obviously, it's a rental that, you know, if he goes off, he will be huge, and he'll be huge for the World, World Series run. But then again, if he go, doesn't do anything, he does, he's terrible and... Trading away big pieces like, you know, a Floreal or a Albert Abreu or Devi Garcia or Clint Frazier. Obviously, Clint Frazier, I don't know, he doesn't really have much of a spot on the team anymore. You know, Stan Judge are back. Hicks is there to stay. He's got a seven-year contract, so it's just tough. As much as, as well as Clint Frazier has played, he just... Uh, it's hard to find a place for him on the team. You know, Brett Gardner, it's Brett Gardner, they're not going to move. They're not going to get rid of him. They're not going to release or whatever because he's, they're just, he's a team player. He's, even if he doesn't hit as well as he used to, he doesn't play, he's still a great outfielder. He makes all the plays out there and he is a team player and he is a, you know, great person. He's he, he's one of the leaders in that clubhouse for sure. He does everything right. You can't just get somebody like that 
or you can't just toss somebody away like that. Even though he's getting up there in age and he's not playing as well, it's still a great locker room presence. It's still great. I know I would I would rather I I would rather keep both Clint Frazier and Cameron Maben, but as well as they've played, but it just won't happen with Gardner still there. Yankees are just way too loyal to him. They're not going to get rid of him. Is he's been phenomenal for the Yankees. I don't care if his batting average is two, his career batting average is two sixty. He's been not maybe not phenomenal, but he's been a great piece to the Yankees in his career. He's done great things. He's you know two thousand nine. It was huge for them. He was young then. He did some good things, and he's been awesome. You can't. He's been a great teammate. A great athlete, a great player, he's been solid for them in the outfield, he's just been, you know, all the things you want in a guy, you know, even if his batting average is 260, that's not the most important thing to me for somebody like that, you know, he batting, he's batting, he's, he's still, he does hit some, he, got, he does have some power too, he hits some home runs, and I don't, I know I would rather, I, as I said, I'd rather have Clint Frazier, Cameron Mabin, but and I'd honestly rather not have Hicks. Hicks has been, I don't know why they signed him for that long seven-year contract. He hasn't even stayed healthy. Why would you sign him for that long of a contract, especially when you have guys like Clint Frazier and you have guys like Florial still on the way? He's going to be up in a few years. Why would the hell would you sign somebody It's like, Hicks, who has been, you know, he's had, he's been good. He's been a solid hitter, but he's, you know, I don't just, he's, he's a career two six. He, you know, he's not a, that solid of a hitter that he's going to just be consistent. He doesn't stay consistent. So I don't know why they would sign him for that contract. He could have, like, maybe sign him for a two-year extension, but not a seven-year extension. It's just, it's, I, it was mind-boggling when I saw that. It just, I didn't care that they didn't get Har Harper. I didn't care that they didn't get Machado. I just didn't understand why they had to sign him for a seven-year contract when they got these other guys, you know, coming up on their way up and or even there already. Especially now, looking back, I'm, I think the Yankees really wish they didn't do that because now they have Clint Frazier play, playing so well and they had to just get rid of him. They had to get, not get rid of him, but they had to, you know, Send him down to the minors. Obviously, now he could be a trade piece, but the Yankees also came out and said, Brian Cashman said, or no, I don't know if it was Cashman that said it, but it was somebody. Hal Steiner said, oh, we're not going to trade a Clint Frazier for a rental like Bumgarner. So it's just mind-boggling why you would tr you would sign him for a seven-year contract. Uh, sign Hicks for a seven-year contract. You got, as I said, you got Floreal, you got Clint Frazier, you already have Stanton and Judge. You know, obviously Stanton and Judge have, didn't stay healthy this season. They were on, they were injured, but when they're healthy, they're phenomenal. You obviously, you need players to step in. You need players that can step in for injuries, but Hicks is a phenomenal defensive player. He's a, he's a solid hitter at times, but he's not the best hitter all the time. So it just didn't make any sense to me. Why would they would go for him? Anyway, I'm going on this huge rant here. This is supposed to be a quick episode, but yeah, this has been, you know, uh, the first daily episode for 
for this podcast. So, you know, check us out on on all the podcast apps. Anyway, you can find podcasts. You can find this podcast, you know, Apple Music. Uh, oh, not Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and then any anywhere of the other podcast apps. And, you know, obviously, and also on YouTube, we're going to start putting these on YouTube as well. It's a little bit of a video, you know. So look out for that. And, you know, I'm continuing these daily videos as many, as many days as I can. It may not be every day, but I'll try as many, as many days as I can do it. I'll do it. So, yeah, that's been the very first episode of this, you know, daily episode series, I guess you can call it. But we'll still continue with our our regular episode, every, every regular daily episodes. But this will just be thrown in there as, you know, probably a half hour at the most for these episodes. So definitely keep an eye out for those. Also follow our, our uh, Twitter at pod underscore tar follow our instagram at too much pod tar and you know i'm going to try to post a lot more on those sites as well on instagram and twitter and also uh facebook too we have too much we have a new page too much pod tar that i'll be posting more onto there and follow the score crow as well as this podcast is brought to you by the score crow follow the follow the score crow on twitter at the score crow follow the instagram at the score crow and follow facebook or yeah follow follow facebook uh, um yeah and also as i said on the last episode with the, the interview with our phenomenal graphic artist and made the logo uh, jeremy hubbard um as i said there we have a new facebook group where you can post any of your Articles. We're going to be posting our articles. You can post your articles without any anybody saying, "Oh, you can't be doing self promotion here." We're just going to let you post whatever, whatever you want. Anything baseball related, anything baseball, football, basketball, any of the sports, any of your articles there, and post whatever else too. So that'll be huge. And trying to get that going. And also, and yeah, it's a Scorecrow Sports Group on there. So, and then also a subreddit on Reddit. The subreddit is Scorecrow Sports Group, so go ahead and join that, and you can post whatever there as well, as I said, with the Facebook group, so it's the same thing. And the YouTube is also just the Scorecrow on YouTube, so we, we have the daily, not the daily, we have the, we have our, our very own John Soupy Superwitz's uh, video series, Yelling from the Bench. He's been coming out with new episodes as much as he could, as much as he can. So check out those. And as I said, we're gonna, I'm gonna be posting the podcasts onto the YouTube as well. So that'll be interesting. And well, as we keep growing here, we're gonna try to get more and more content out. And, you know, and as the base baseball season is it right now too. Basketball ended, uh, hockey ended. So baseball is it right now. Throughout the summer, it's just going to be baseball until, until you know, football starts. So it's going to be a couple months. Obviously, football is going to have training games starting up. So, soon, uh, in, in not too much of a time, but still, it's a base. Baseball season is 
in full swing. It's just that, and we're gonna give you some really good content here, and I'm gonna be doing these daily episodes, and you know, keep a lookout. And you can, and as always, I was your host, Alex Keeler. Find me on Twitter at Keeler on Keeler's at Keeler Scorecrow, K I E L A R Scorecrow, and follow me on Instagram at a Keeler two A K I E L A R two. So, yeah, that's been the first daily episode. And as a reminder, you can never have too much vodka or 